The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, everyone. I'm Haley Hubbard, mom to three kids and wife to a touring artist. And I'm Jessica Diamond, a registered dietitian nutritionist with a master's in public health. And this is Meaningful Living. Every week, we're breaking down the overwhelming amount of parenting, nutrition, and lifestyle information into credible knowledge and simple tools. The Cliff Notes Guide to Feeling Confident in Your Everyday Choices. It takes a village. We're so excited to share ours with you. So excited about this episode. I've been wanting to do this one for a while, selfishly, because I want to know all the things about what to have in my fridge at all times. I feel like I need like a 2022 reset with our food. Let's do it. And kids and reorganizing and restructuring. And I want to just have like the basics in our fridge at all times. Like, okay, here's what we have at all times. Here's what we have in our pantry at all times. Here's how we structure a meal and our meal plan. And not that it has to be perfect every time. I want to know your thought processes through all of this stuff and how you do it, because I know you do it so well. And I know everyone, everyone in this world right now is just kind of struggling to get by and survive each week. I feel like I'm just like, oh, what are we going to do for dinner this night? Like what... I don't even know. I'm just, it's almost overwhelming. And so I'd love to get kind of this reset and have you walk us through how you do it. Yes. I love this. I know. I'm very excited. And I think a lot of other people have been wanting to hear this too. I think we've gotten a lot of questions about it, but I guess we can just start with what do you have in your refrigerator at all times? Like a must besides like ketchup and mustard and like the basics. All right, guys, you're going to hear me about to get real passionate. First thing I want to say is my favorite quote when we think about this is if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I mean, Benjamin Franklin said that a long time ago. (laughs) And I can say, I'm a dietitian. I love this stuff. I struggle to meal plan. It is not something that like I sit down. I'm like, ooh, I'm so excited to meal plan for the week. But what I know is that if I take that mental energy to do it for 30 minutes, it sets you up to succeed. Like without a plan, it literally becomes four o'clock every single day. And it's like, what are we going to do for dinner? Are we postmating? Like you're just not set up for success. So Mm -hmm. everyone should meal plan to some degree, but especially when you have kids, they force you to do it. So I think it's a good opportunity for us to jump on it. So that was long-winded. I'll answer your question. Did you say pantry or fridge? Both, but fridge first. Fridge first. So first thing is fruits and vegetables, spinach for sure. I mean, we put spinach in our smoothies every single morning. Both of us do that. Haley and I Mm -hmm. both have a green smoothie every day, give it to our kids, a bunch of spinach. The reason I say spinach is because it's great for smoothies, but it also is a vegetable that's made in three minutes on the stove. So if you need a really fast vegetable for a meal, it's a great grab and go option but ton of them, like whatever you're feeling like berries, carrots, zucchini, things like that, that are easy, grab and go. I try to prep the things that can be prepped ahead of time or start to plan it so that when it's Wednesday and it's 4.30 and I'm exhausted from the day that it's much easier for me to throw together a meal. So that's number one. I always have refried black beans that I make in the fridge they're not fried. They're made in the Instant Pot. They're basically just kind of like a pureed bean spread. They are delicious. And I use those as spreads on bread 
Mm. on in you can make like a bowl with it, like a burrito bowl. You could make burritos with it. I use it for um, an enchilada recipe. Maybe we'll talk about some recipes, but those I always have because it's a great source of protein and fiber that is just easy. So I make that every single week. That and our hummus. I make our hummus every week. Those are kind of like the two spreads. Uh, let's see. What you else do I have? walk us through that one day on a video. Yes. I'm such a visual learner. I am a visual learner, but I have realized something since starting this that I am like the world's worst actress. So I was filming content the other day. Like I was trying to just be like, here, how do you find a yogurt for babies and kids? And my face, when I do that, I have to send them to you. You'll laugh. I mean, <laughs> obviously so I'll put it out. It's so hard. I've just realized that like in this content world, all of a sudden you have to become an actress. Like I'm good at explaining, but I'm not good at acting. You don't have to act. You could be yourself, but it's hard to be yourself in front of a camera. I think it is. Around. It is. I need some media training in that. So yeah, I will walk you through. I will walk you through that. What else do I have? Always nut milks, like almond milk. That's a good fridge staple. We actually have an almond cow. So if you have like a Vitamix or some sort of really heavy duty mixer, you can make your own nut milks. You can buy them at the store. They're easy. The almond cow is probably one of our favorite things because you put almonds and water in it. You have almond milk instantly, literally, but it gives you a pulp and milk. So the pulp you can use in recipes and pancakes and all these other things to add just protein in. So that's that's helpful. So we always have a nut milk on hand. What am I missing? In the fridge, yogurt, plant-based yogurt, regular yogurt, really helpful. You can add it in the morning and do things like that. Those would probably be my top staples. Do you have any favorite brands of plant-based yogurts? Yes. I know you love Kalina. I know I do. Which is great. I do love them as well. There are actually a lot of them. The biggest thing is just look at the nutrition label when you're looking for yogurts. And I'll do a reel on this that can come out at the time of the episode because there are so many hidden things in yogurts a lot of time. And so just look at what it's being flavored with. Like look how many added sugars are in it. And if it's something real, I always say, go for the plain and you can then flavor it up however you want with whatever you have in the fridge. But Kalina is a great brand. Uh, I'm blanking on what the other one is called. I'll put it in the episode notes. Those are good. And then like, if you're going to do regular, you know, regular yogurt, try, if you can afford it, do organic when it comes to that. That's like the one thing I always say, we can get so many grab and go yogurts. It's actually more economical. Just get a jar of yogurt and just serve it out. Like when, when you actually need it, it'll be more economical. You can then save the money from the little grab and go packs and put that towards organic, which can be really great. I wonder if they have organic, you know, those go-gurts. Mm-hmm. Olivia got one from the ski school that we were doing this winter. And I was like, gosh, I haven't seen a go-gurt in years, but I wonder if they have organic. Yeah. I know that a couple kind of do something like that. The truth is what I do, I use once upon a farm and I'll mix them with some yogurt. So that way you're getting like fruits and vegetables and it's flavored with their package of whatever is in it. And then I mix it with regular yogurt and it makes like a go-gurt thing. It's not like the Mm -hmm. grab and go situation, but it is kids just love that situation. Oh, awesome. I'm going to take this a step further with the fridge. Do you prep any breakfasts or snacks to have on hand? I prep every single breakfast. I do not make, besides the weekends, I do not make breakfast in the morning. 
there's just not enough. I mean, with kids, there's just not enough time. They wake up hungry. And so you're not going to make the choices you want to make. You're not going to be your best self when you're cooking a meal and you're waiting for them, or you'll put out snacks or something to hold them over while the food is made. So I am a firm believer, always prep your breakfast out. Overnight oats, banana Banana egg pancakes are like, we have those on repeat every other day. We switch off, both are on the website and they're fantastic. And then you we'll- you prep those at night? I prep them actually once a week. So I'll do the overnight oat once a week for the entire week. And I will do the banana egg pancakes once a week for the entire week. And then I keep some in the freezer. So as the week is going on and I don't have any fresh left, I always still have them in the freezer. Awesome. I know you guys right. are good at that too. That's, that's a game that. changer. Yeah. I am with overnight oats and chia, but everything else I've been, I've really, really been kind of just not motivated. I'm going to get you motivated. <laughs> I'll start sending you our meal plans. Okay, good. I need all the meal plans. Let's take a quick break to talk about our new favorite non-alcoholic drink, Gia. You all probably know by now that I'm a lover of mocktails. So when I found out about Gia, I was so excited. And because they're a sponsor of the show, we've got a discount for you. Gia is a non-alcoholic aperitif made with only good ingredients. No sugar added, no fake flavor, not your traditional mocktail. It's a grown-up indulgence that tastes like summer on the rocks. That means it can be enjoyed by mothers-to-be or during your long overdue bubble bath when you're not in the mood for another glass of regular wine or the hangover the next day, or if drinking alcohol just isn't your thing. Oh, and there's no sugar added and it's vegan and gluten-free. Gia is here to change the way we think about drinking and socializing. It's inspired by Mediterranean aperitivo culture and is meant to be enjoyed as you wish, on ice, spritzed, mixed, spiked, or straight. When I drink it, it takes me straight back to Italy, which is where I really need to be right now. It's responsibly sourced, made from only real plants, only good ingredients, no flavors in it, and it's 0.0% alcohol. They have what they call les spritz, which are ready-to-drink single-serve cans of their signature formulas of Gia Soda or Gia Ginger, both so delicious. They also have the aperitif, which is bright and bitter with hints of citrus and florals, which are so good. Since Gia was designed for flavor, not function, they focus on using ingredients in their purest form, and you can tell with each sip. Plus, their packaging uses either biodegradable or recyclable materials. I can't even begin to tell you how much I'm obsessed with them. Gia is available for purchase through www.drinkgia.com and at more than 500 stockists across the country. To find Gia near you, text the hotline 707-TXT-GHIA or visit our stockist map, drinkgia.com slash pages slash stockists. Gia is here for a good time and a long time. For 20% off your first sip, go to drinkgia.com and use code LIVING at checkout. Text the hotline 707-TXT-GHIA, which is 707-898-4442 if you have any questions. Always a real human on the line to help out. You'll love these and it's just the self-care we look for at the end of the day right now. Now let's get back to this episode. 
Hi, I'm Pia Berengini, a creative director of LPA, an entrepreneur, a wife, and a dog mom based in Los Angeles. This is my new podcast, Everything is the Best, where we basically ask interesting people, how did you go from zero to yacht? I'm always curious how the hell people became successful, and I figured you would be too. Get on the internet with me. Let's laugh, let's cry, let's overshare, and let's get inspired to live our best lives. Check out new episodes every Wednesday. It's all for you, baby. Thanks for listening. Love you, mean it. Okay, well, let's switch to pantry. What do you have in your pantry at all times? Nutritional yeast, number one, two, and three, nutritional yeast. Nutritional yeast, honestly, it's a thing that a lot of people have never heard of. And it's not live yeast like that. It has added nutrients to it, usually the fortified one. So it has protein in it and it's got B vitamins in it. It's got like a cheesy umami flavor. It's delicious. You can add it to literally anything. You can make a cheesy pasta with it. I put it on top of avocado for Bryce and myself. Really, you can add it to everything. So it's almost like a condiment to add a little splash of nutrition wherever you go. So I love, love, love nutritional yeast. What else do I have all the time? Beans, for sure. So I'll have canned beans, box beans, jars of beans, dried beans. Beans are a really easy thing. There are so many appliances you can get. The one appliance I swear by is the Instant Pot because you can take dried beans and make like that bean spread I said, that it doesn't take a lot of time. It's so easy. And then you have it for the whole week. So always beans, garbanzo beans, black beans, things like that. We will always have stocked. With that, I guess we can go into the nuts and seeds. So I'll also have like lentils also um, in kind of grain section. I will always have flax seeds, hemp seeds, chia seeds. They are great. You can add some good fatty acids to anything you're having. They have some fiber in it. There's a lot of good aspects to that. And so you can add those to a smoothie. You can add them on top of food. I actually have like a glass mason jar of all of them mixed together and I virtually sprinkle it on all my food. And Mm -hmm. so it's just an easy way to add nutrition easily. What am I missing? I feel like I'm missing some major ones. Oh, grains. Chickpeas. Oh, chickpeas. Yeah. So with the beans, chickpeas, we need some grains. So I always will have some good whole wheat pasta some lentil pasta. I love Thrive Cart. They are amazing. Thrive Market, not Thrive Cart. They've got some really good options of different pastas and grains like that. So I will have quinoa. You can make a meal with quinoa in a minute in the Instant Pot, literally one minute. Lentils. Yeah. Pastas. I'll have that. And then I'll have a good marinara sauce. You always want to look at the nutrition on a marinara sauce, but that a marinara sauce, I always say, is the perfect thing for that night when you want to Postmates. And you're just like, I don't, I want to make something healthier. I don't want to Postmates. I don't want to spend that money. Pull out a glass of, of marinara, pull out some frozen vegetables. Frozen vegetables are so underrated. Mix it together. You've got a, you've got a dinner right there. And it's really, really easy. But uh, marinara is sourcing a good one. We can put the brands in the um, notes of this episode, but finding a good one's important because that's where they put a lot of added sugars and a lot of additives. The Thrive Market brand one is fantastic. They've got an organic pasta sauce that I love. Oh, that's good to know. Speaking of grains, I don't know where bread would go, but I also would love to kind of just change the stigma of bread. I think bread gets such a bad rap. Let's do it. For years I've said, oh my gosh, like I can't eat bread. You know, and now I've slowly learned that my body actually does better when I eat a little bread and have it in my diet. Can you talk about bread for a second? What bread do you get? 
And why is it okay? I mean, obviously we have to pick our breads wisely, but mm-hmm. yes. why is it not such a bad thing? So we've, we go throughout history, we just start demonizing a different type of nutrient, right? In our parents' generation, it was fat. Our generation, it's carbohydrates. And we have a fear of carbohydrates as if we eat a carbohydrate and all of a sudden we are just going to blow up. Like that's just it. That's what's going to happen. And the truth is, is that grains are very important for us. They're important for our kids and they're important for us. We need that fiber. We, there's a lot of nutrients in it that we get. And just like any food, not all foods are created equal, right? So like not every bread, if you're going to talk about which breads you're going to get, getting a piece of Wonder Bread versus a piece of whole wheat bread is a completely different food substance. It really is. And on, I'm not knocking Wonder Bread, right? Like it's 80-20 rule. I'm, I, there's no food that's off limits. But when we're talking about sourcing a bread, you want to get one that's good. And I love that you said that your body feels better when you have it, because that's the truth. Our body needs carbohydrates. It actually needs about like 100 to 120 grams a day. And I was talking to someone the other day that has gone on this keto diet and she's like, I lost all this weight on it. And then I've been gaining it back. And she's like, I just started it again. And there's this really weird thing that's happening to me. And I Googled it and it's called keto crotch. Have you heard of this? No. Okay. So she's like, I have this thing. I don't, I don't, it feels like I have like a yeast infection and it just won't go away. And then all of a sudden I went off the keto diet and it resolved. I was like, because our body needs carbohydrates, literally there is a thing called keto crotch because our body doesn't do well when we're in starvation mode all the time. And so if you don't get carbohydrates, that's what happens. So I'm all about wow. bringing back the health because it is part of an overall healthy diet. And it's important for us to, to break down that fear. Like we shouldn't have so much fear over a food substance. I know. I know. Thank you for sharing that. <laughs> I went a little too far there, but it is, I no, mean, it's like, it's, it was like an example where I was like, okay, like if everyone just heard this, like our bodies aren't meant to be here all the time. Mm-mm. Okay to go a little bit. A little, exactly. But it's, it's all about the extremes, right? We, and anything in nutrition, but I always say, you guys know, 80, 20, and just thinking about if we do things in less extremes, whether that's about nutrition or whether that's about anything in our life, we do better, Mm -hmm. right? If we go to the gym for four hours a day, every single day, that's not usually sustainable for most people throughout time. But if you did 20 minutes of movement every single day, you're going to be in a much better place in five years ago than you are right now. And so it's all about, it's all about finding kind of this right balance. Yes. So brands, I love Dave's bread. I think that's a good kind of universal one that's available in a lot of different markets. It's really hard with bread because they the brands vary across the country. Dave's is usually in many different places and I really, really like it. They also have this white bread done right that if anyone's listening and has a kid that kind of struggles with constipation and you're trying to decrease kind of too much fiber, the white bread done right is a fantastic option because it's still made with whole grains and has about the right amount of fiber in it for kids struggling with that. So I really do like Dave's bread. And I know this is so dietitian of me, but I've really been, I've been making my own pita bread lately and it's the easiest thing. Really? Easiest thing. It takes a little bit of time, but it is so easy. I'm not a bread maker. I'm not, you know, I, I like being in the kitchen. I love the kitchen, but it's been sustainable. I make it every week. I love it. And I make some whole wheat pita and that's been what we've been doing. 
Wow. Okay. Well, you have a lot of reels to do after this. <laughs> Wait until you see my acting. The <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. What about in the freezer? Just like a few things. The freezer is so underrated. Honestly, I love the freezer. So number one is I make in the beginning of the week when I'm meal prepping. So meal prepping is a thing. Like I say, it's like working out your bicep, right? It is so hard to do in the beginning. And then you continue to do it and you start to see like the positive rewards of it. And you're like, oh, I could do this a little more. I'm getting stronger. I'm getting better at this. Mm -hmm. And so one of the things I do, I've been doing recently is when I'm meal planning, I actually make smoothie bags. So besides the spinach in our smoothie, I put everything else in, in these pre-made bags and put them in the freezer so that in the morning or the afternoon, whenever I'm making a smoothie, it's really grab and go at that point in time. So there's really so little friction from your desire of what you want to do in executing. So those have been great. Frozen vegetables and frozen fruit are fantastic. You can get frozen avocado fantastic. You can get frozen avocado now? You can get frozen avocado. So you can put frozen avocado in a smoothie and it's it's wonderful, especially in places where you can't get ripe avocado all the time. Right. Yeah. Does Bryce eat the Dr. Prager's little um, sweet potato bites and kale bites? He does. He's had those. I'll get those. And then I'll also get like some sort of patties that we'll do on a night where I'm just like, I'm not, I'm not ordering in and I'm, we're just cooking something, but I don't have any energy. Those are the nights I always plan that into the meal schedule. So you're always going to have a couple nights a week that you do not want to cook. You don't want to think about it. So plan those in. Like I almost say like, make that a Dr. Prager's night, make that a night that you have a veggie burger that you have in the fridge that you're going to use in that situation. Mm -hmm. So give yourself plan to know that's that's the normal instinct and we should do that and we should plan it in so you look forward to it. Kind of like, okay, Thursdays are my night off and we just do a freezer thing of grab and go. But freeze a lot of things. There are so many things you can freeze. I'll freeze little dots of yogurt. They make like little puffs for kids and they're an easy snack. There's so many things you can freeze that are so easy to do. And then you have it always. Mm-hmm. Or that's your night off and you go on a date night and you give that to... Babysitter. Even, <laughs> even better. Yes, please. Yes, please. The cauliflower rice is a, like uh, getting that frozen is also fantastic. Cauliflower florets, broccoli florets that you can pull out broccoli, put it on an oven and a um, baking sheet and bake it. And you just have roasted broccoli. And so it doesn't have to come fresh. You don't have to worry about washing it and prepping it and all that time. You can just pull it out and you have roasted vegetables. Gosh, you know, I used to prep veggies for someone when I was in college. No way. And um, actually it was a lot of their food. It was like, I would pull apart a chicken and I would prep everything and make it look so pretty. And I would cut up the, wash everything, cut, of course you dry. Did. This is so you. And I'm like, okay, now I need someone like that in my life <laughs> to help me with that because it is so time consuming to do all that stuff. I'm like, now I get why she wanted me to do it. It I is. totally get it. It is really time consuming. So that's where you lean on frozen. But number two is that's where if you can spend like an hour on a Sunday, so like plan out your meals, when you go to the market, come back and prep whatever you can ahead of time. Then it's like, you just got the prepped things from the market. You got the cut up onion, you got the cut up stuff and it's just waiting for you. But that's where you got your kale ripping skills from is when you prepped food. It is. (laughs) I think this could be a really good husband delegating task. Totally. 
or a task to do together with your spouse on a Sunday. Like, hey, will you come do this with me, please? Honestly, it's all about micro steps. Doing small little things that you can do sustainably over time is the key to success, Mm -hmm. no matter what we're talking about. The famous example Josh always says is, you know, someone comes in and says like, I want to exercise more. I want to be a runner. And he says, okay, like you don't overnight just become a runner. Step one, put your shoes outside your door every single day for a week, your running shoes. After you feel like you've checked that off your list and that's sustainable, move to the next step. So it's important to do this stuff in micro steps because micro steps is what actually makes it sustainable over time and leads us to success and not where we just get into like a routine for like, wow, I did that for two weeks. And then three months later, we're not even, even close to doing it again. Yeah. But yeah. What, what did I miss? Anything that you guys keep in your fridge or pantry? I mean, I guess snack department with kiddos. I do have, you know, I have all the, I have got pouches and little bars for the kids in the fridge. I like those perfect bars and they've got the kid perfect bars. And in the pantry, we've got little snacks for kids. We do have goldfish and just basic things like that. But yeah. I, I can't think of anything off the top of my head that's that we're missing. Dried fruit. Dried, dried fruit. fruit. We have a lot of dried fruit. We've got dried mango and dates. We've got a date recipe on the site. They're so good. So you can take dates and you can just add some nut butters to it. I always have nut butters because that is the easiest thing to add some protein and good fat for you, for your kids, for anything. And scout bars. Those are the thing we take everywhere. If there's a grab and go option in our house, it's scout bars. They, okay. They're basically just dried fruit, different types of just real plant-based items. They're incredible. Love them. All right, you guys, let's take a break to talk about the best new paint company, Claire. I have been on a DIY kick lately. I just wanted to paint Bryce's room and I was just getting so overwhelmed because I wanted to find a paint with zero VOC, but I also wanted to just find the right color and I didn't want to go back and forth to the store a gazillion times. And then Claire came into my life and because they're a sponsor, they're giving you all a discount. Okay, so what is Claire? They're a new online paint brand that makes paint shopping simple and fun from start to finish. I actually still can't believe that I painted Bryce's room so seamlessly and easily. First of all, they have streamlined selection of amazing designer curated colors. So the founder and CEO of the company is actually an interior designer. So instead of having thousands of endless options that are overwhelming, they focus on fewer, better colors that are expertly curated and so good. And here's the coolest part. Once you find some colors you like, they send you these mess-free peel and stick paint swatches. So you can instantly just put them up on your wall, see what color works, and you can peel, stick them, move them around, and they don't damage your walls. And then once you've made your decision, they send you premium paint and supplies straight to your door. On top of that, the quality of Claire paint is just incredible. When it comes to creating a healthy home for our family, you all know it's so important to use products that we feel really good about. And so they've got better paint formulations. They've got conscious ingredient choices to ensure the lowest possible impact to human health and the environment, which you know is a must for me. I cannot tell you how much I just love their formulations. They're formulated without any toxic air contaminants like formaldehydes, which are sadly so common in other paints and without any hazardous air pollutants or EPA chemicals of concern. So Claire is perfect for painting a nursery or your entire home, whether you have kids or not. 
Claire has literally thought of every detail to help make your paint project easy, inspiring, and just hassle-free. So you can just tackle those paint projects with confidence and without leaving your home. It's incredible. If you're thinking about painting any space, you've got to try Claire. Visit Claire at www.claire.com slash living to get started and use code living to receive $5 off your first gallon of paint. That's www.claire.com slash living with code living for $5 off. You won't regret this purchase. You'll love them. Now let's get back to the conversation. So moving on, how do you create a balanced meal? What is your thought process when you're planning a meal and then when you meal plan for the week? Okay. So every time you look at a meal, you want to think about 50% of your meal being fruits and or vegetables. So breakfast, a lot of times is a time where we typically have less vegetables and more fruit. And then lunch and dinner is a time where it's more vegetable heavy and less fruit heavy. But 50% of your plate is fruit and vegetables. And then a quarter of it is your grains, right? The things to not be afraid of, quinoa, whole grains, whole wheat items, pasta, anything like that. And then the other quarter is some sort of protein, right? So it could be if you're plant-based beans, nuts, legumes of any type, that could be your fish, that could be your meat, whatever that looks like. What the biggest shift is, is that we consume way, way, way too much protein than we actually need. The serving size is about the size of the palm of your hand. And so if you think about when you go out to dinner, yeah, you get a piece of steak, it's huge. And so we usually conceptualize meals as like the protein being the main thing. So 50% being the protein and then the other things being the side dishes, flip it around and just think fruits and vegetables be 50% and then the rest be one quarter and then one quarter. It's a good visual. So when you're planning your meals for the week, are you like, all right, one night we're going to do Mexican food. One night we're going to do Indian food. Okay, I got this. Yeah. So I am a creature of habit. I think like a two or three week cycle menu, I hate reinventing Mm -hmm. the wheel. Like I'm not one of those people that wants thousands of recipes and sifting through those and be like, which one are we going to make this week? It's kind of like, I've got my tried and true. I've got the seven that I cook or the six that I cook and I have those on rotation. So we don't really get sick of them, but at least I'm confident with it. I know it's easy. I know what I'm getting into. And then when I'm kind of branching out, I can then get a recipe and that feels more kind of not of the norm, but just something enjoyable. So number one, find like five or six recipes that work for you. Number two is reuse the leftovers for lunch. So I'm not making a lunch and dinner every single day that's unique. I'm kind of piecing those together. So I basically take the recipes that I know and I I sit down and I say, okay, like we're going to do our salmon, couscous, and spinach one night. We're going to do our black bean and cheese enchiladas another night. And I just sit there and I plan it out. And if you have, if you're starting with a list of like seven or eight recipes that you're comfortable with, you're like, okay, that'll work here. That'll work here. And you just piece them together. So I start with dinners and move backwards. And the other part is if you have kids, my breakfast and snacks virtually stay the same. They change every day but they stay the same every week. So I don't have to re-put that mental load into thinking, what am I going to do for breakfast on Monday? It's like Mondays is this, Tuesdays is this, Wednesdays this. And so that way I'm really only kind of piecing in the lunch and dinner, which takes so much of the heavy lifting off. Yes. And we're doing this for you guys now. So every Thursday, come 
come with us. I'm doing the meal planning with you because I think if we do it together, it's one of those, it's like I said, it's not easy to do, but when you do it, you feel so much better. I can't wait. And so speaking of meals, what are your top three go-tos that are quick and easy and that are just like, you can do it with your eyes closed? I will not make a recipe during the week that takes more than like it's a 30 minute meal. It might take like 45 or 50 minutes from start to finish just because of some cooking time, but it's going to take me between five to 20 minutes max prepping. So I already said the salmon, couscous and spinach. Spinach is made in three minutes and you just, that is the easiest thing. So I'll do that. I do that all the time. I will take that same exact meal and insert instead of the salmon, I'll do our sweet and savory chicken wings. Those are so easy and so delicious. I make black bean and cheese enchiladas. Again, the prep time is so easy. You can even make the sauce. I keep it in the freezer. When you can batch cook, like it's life-changing. So when I make sauce, I'm going to make three servings of it. So it's going to take me through three weeks. So I'm not making sauce every week. I'm making it once every three weeks. Mm-hmm. Cauliflower with just a little pepper and sage. And I roast that or broccoli roasted. That's a meal. And then we usually always do some sort of nutritional yeast. I mean, you hear Bryce, he sends you videos all the time of his cacio pepe. <laughs> but it's adorable. It's adorable. But we just take nutritional yeast and, and we'll get that recipe up for you guys. But you just basically add any sort of vegetables to pasta you have. Use a marinara sauce or use kind of a nutritional yeast or any sort of sauce you want. And we do a pasta night once a week. Those are my go-tos. Oh, that's awesome. When you're craving, what, are so you, what do you think about? I know. You know what? Lately, in the past few months, I've just been so uninspired. I'm like, I don't even know what I want. I, like, I, I truly don't even know what I want. I have to have someone else decide the meals. I'll just yeah. tell Tyler, like, what? Tell me what you want because I really don't care right now. And yeah, and honestly, even last week, it was just such survival mode that I guess I want to ask when you're at that point and you're like, all right. I don't even have time to do the simplest of simple meals. What do you turn to? What are a couple meals that you can do with just things that you have on hand? So one of the best things is that I always like to have a couple prepped things in the freezer because that is kind of like bonus. It's so easy. You don't have to think about it. And so you can just warm some things up. So as you're making meals, I like to make more of it and just keep some frozen stash. So like I'll have some frozen soup or like a curry or something like that in the freezer that you can pull out and have. But in those times, that's where veggie burgers come in. That is a great option. That's where like literally anything from the freezer that you can warm up and prep breakfast for dinner on days when I just, I'm like, I'm over this. We are having backwards day at my house and we do breakfast for dinner. And that is a really nice thing. And I think what you said is really important, which is you get to this point, you feel so uninspired. It's almost like this decision fatigue. It becomes four o'clock and the question everyone asks, what are we doing for dinner? And it's dreaded. Like no one's like, what are we going to make for dinner now? Like, let's feel inspired and do this. And so I think that's why you meal plan so that you don't actually have to make those decisions. You write it out and you look at it and you're like, okay, that's just what we're doing. Right. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I like that. I also, in 10, 15 years from now, even five, I see myself spending a lot of time, like really going to all the farmer's markets and grocery stores and really getting inspired and then cooking some fabulous gourmet meal. But right now it's just like, let's just put one foot in front of the other and get through this. And 
maybe that's just because we're in a sick week. Or like in survival time, like we all have that. And I think it's, you don't need to have this perfect variety. Like we're all just like, we feel like it's like this all or nothing where we're either ordering in or just making something that like we just, whatever, or we're making something that looks like this perfect variety and these perfect meals. Like we can Mm -hmm. take the pressure off. It doesn't have to be perfect, right? You can do, I mean, I serve, if if I started to show you some of the meals I serve Bryce and us, you'd be like, what? That's so funny, but it's just whatever we have left over or, you know, cereal for dinner is an option, right? Eggs for dinner, doing things like that. One of the meals that I'm obsessed with is your sweet potato bowls. I started making those. So good. They're so good. So it's like roasted sweet potato. You can put it in, you can add vegetables to breakfast, but we've been doing that for dinner. So it's a really easy thing to do at night. So honestly, think about 80-20, try to get more fruits and vegetables. The more kind of real foods and plants that you can eat, the better, but don't feel like we need to shift out of this all or nothing mentality where we're either good or bad, we're on the wagon or we're off the wagon, we're making perfect meals or we're not. Your meals don't have to look perfect to give you great nutrition at all. And so it should be simpler. And I sometimes think when we put recipes up on the site, I'm like, this is so funny. Like, is this even count as a recipe? Like the snack plates, that's a huge one. We do those where you just pull out like muffin tins or plates with lots of different sections in it. And you put different things in it, like some hard boiled eggs, some carrots, whatever it may be. And that's a meal. So like that's giving you novelty, but you're not cooking, right? There's no cooking involved there. So I think we just need to start to realize like the more sustainable we can make it, the more simple, the better we're going to feel and the better we're going to do. Yes. Amen, Jess. Amen. And things like Home Chef and Green Chef, those, I mean, Home Chef has been so beneficial to us lately. And I mean, that's what I had for lunch today. I just whipped up this amazing shrimp pasta. It was fabulous. Yes. And I didn't have to think about it. It's the meal prep services are great. I love them. Sun basket. We used to do like two sun basket meals a week. Green chef. Amazing. Like all of those are really great. And I love supplementing them in. So you can be like, great. One or two nights a week, we have this. And it's just waiting for us to do. The other part is you have kids, get them involved. I mean, like the joke was that Bryce was going to be a little chef, but like the truth is he's like my little worker, right? So Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do in the afternoon. It's like, we need to make dinner. Okay, Bryce, come on over here. I always give him taste testers. I pull out dried fruits. We have something to eat when he's doing it, but let them work, like put them to work, let them drizzle the olive oil and do it. It becomes an activity. And then you have a meal at the end of it. Yeah. Take some deep breaths. Uh, (laughs) Luca's helping me in the kitchen. I'm like, Oh my gosh. All right. I need to take some deep breaths and I should have prepped before this just (laughs) a little bit. Olivia is a huge help. Like her age is so perfect. Yeah. Luke is having a harder time communicating with words. He's great at nonverbal communication, but that's harder. He can understand everything, but he can't talk to me. So he's very frustrated. And so in the kitchen, it's, it's a little bit harder with him, but Olivia and Bryce's age is perfect. It's golden. And like when they get frustrated, you know, when they're really young, you got to prep beforehand. Like you have to make it an activity. Like you're making the paint, you're making all of the stuff so that they can dump and pour. Yeah. But even if you, if, even if you give them something, like I always say, give them some water and a measuring cup, let them do that while you're putting the broccoli on a sheet pan 
and then you're good to go. So you're giving them something where they feel like they're doing something and giving them always taste testers during it so that they're inclined to, you know, they're not asking you for a bite every second because just mm-hmm. the noise pollution alone makes me want to get out of the kitchen. Right. <laughs> right. Okay. This has been so helpful. And again, selfishly, I love these episodes because this is exactly what I need in my life. And um, you always inspire me and help me be better, especially in this department. So thank you for all of this. And is there anything you want to leave the listeners with? Any tidbits? You gave so many good ones. I love that you were taking notes. It's the cutest thing. Like you could text me being like, I'm, I'm meal planning. What is it that you said? <laughs> and you're saying you're taking notes. I need all the reminders I can get. <laughs> so I want to leave you with that quote that I started with is, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. And I think just the more we can do these micro steps, the better off we are in all aspects of our life. And I promise you, if you do recipes that I do, they're simple. I am, I'm a dietitian, but I am not a fancy chef in the kitchen because I don't, I don't feel like that's sustainable. My job is to help you bring easy things that you can incorporate in your life, not something that you can do once a month and you feel so tired from. So if there's anything I want it to be, you can cook it as fast as you can Postmates it and it comes to your house. And if you can do it in that same period of time, then that's something sustainable. So just make one small little change and stick with that for a week and then keep adding on. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you found something meaningful from this episode. Please follow the show, rate, and don't hesitate to write a little review. We also have a voicemail box you can call to ask us any questions, tell us the topics you'd like covered, or just share where you're struggling and how you could use some extra support. Call 833-444-FULL or 833-444-3855. We want to hear from you. And tune in every Monday for a new episode of Meaningful Living. And if you're looking for more ways to live a meaningful life, follow us on Instagram at Meaningful Living and visit our website, MeaningfulLiving.com. And don't forget with two L's. Can't wait to see you next week.